Hey guys, welcome to another podcast. I have a guest with us today, James Hollister, who is the founder of the Flow app for therapists. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Kelly. Good to see you guys. Um, Flow was created specifically for therapists by James. He's the developer of the app. And so today we're going to talk about the app, but we're also going to talk about technology and therapy practices and kind of how it can be really helpful, um, not something that you have to be necessarily afraid of, um, to enhance your practice. So tell us a little bit about why you created Flow, and then we'll go into what it is. But um, what inspired you to work with therapists and create an app for them? Right on. Yeah, yeah, I get that question a lot. And um, yeah, so I guess my background is pretty different than you might think. I, I'm not a therapist, and I have no background in counseling or uh, you know, psychology at all. Uh, my background going back all the way down through high school is, is building software. So I've done that for, gosh, the, uh, over 15 years now. And um, I've done that for various types of companies, some more successful than others. And, you know, when you run around in the circles that I do of software developers and software entrepreneurs, pretty much everybody has a desire to, to kind of create their own products and you know it's kind of a selfish desire to, to build their own thing instead of working for the, for the other guys and, you, know, you guys might uh, identify with that a little bit if you're trying to start your own private practice um, so I've tried that in the past I've tried to find other groups of people in various professions that I could help mm -hmm. and uh, nothing really stuck you know I've tried to tried to help auto body shops <laughs> tried to help um, notary publics uh-huh and, you know, I built, I went as far as finding products and building solutions and, and building the software. But as, as soon as I got to some of the harder points and some of the stuff that I wasn't as comfortable with, like trying to get out there and do marketing and, yeah. and, else and um, that stuff, I always found roadblocks and I quickly gave up. For, for Actually, can I just say for a minute for anyone that's listening, this is kind of <laughs> common for therapists too, that we're really good at the work, like our craft. So your craft is software development, programming, speaking a language that, you know, only computers understand. But then when it comes to the marketing, it's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. But you, you've been working on that now, so that's right, right. changing. So how did you end up, why therapists? Why are you helping them now? Yeah, so, um, so after those few failures, I kind of took a step back and went back to working for the man and did some consulting stuff, I guess. <laughs> and... Um, um, yeah, it just took me a while. It took a couple of years to reflect on what I did wrong or what I would do differently. Mm -hmm. I started to realize that I just didn't connect with the, the people that I was, I was trying to help in those um, jobs. Um, uh -huh. um, so I, you know, I, I appreciated the fact that I could try to make a, a notary public's life a little bit easier or, or an auto body shop's owner um, a little bit more money. But at the end of the day, I didn't really care if people's cars got fixed <laughs> differently or if paperwork got signed differently or anything like that so I started to reflect on that and um, think about professions that I would really care about the end goal of their mission not just uh -huh. mine yeah and um, you know I, it didn't really click for me until I got a little bit farther in but I randomly picked psychotherapists out of a list of kind of professions and I started to do some interviews and um, a little later I understood why I, you know I have some family history of some uh, some psychological problems with my mother and and um, you know, I can appreciate the fact that therapy is, is good for for everyone in general but not just mm. people that have mental health issues yeah and uh, yeah so I just really dug in and I, I started to feel that 
the, uh, the mission that you guys have to improve the lives of the people that you touch directly and all the people that they touch and, you know, how if we could get this um, profession pushed out a little bit farther and help more people, then it just, you know, cascades through the whole cycle of our entire society. So that's a mission that I could get behind. And, you know, even if I'm building a small app that just improves your life a little bit occasionally once a month or something, um, that, that feels like I'm helping a bigger mission. That is so rad. <laughs> I really like that because um, so many people that help therapists are therapists, but it's nice to have allies, like other people that stand for mental health and believe in the work, even if you're a software developer and or whatever. I think the other aspect, too, that I think parallels to what therapists do is you wanted to work with therapists, and so you interviewed them. And um, therapists really can learn from that. That's what we call market research, like really understanding your ideal client, like who you want to work with, what are the pain points, like what are some of the struggles. So I'm assuming that after you interviewed them, you found... Yeah, yeah. So that interview process is actually, a, you know, a kind of a technique that I learned from some of my own courses. So I, I appreciate how you teach courses about improving practices because I've taken the same kinds of courses for how to build software businesses. Yeah. Um, so I've learned strategies about how to reach out to a market of a various of a certain profession and ask questions and really try to deeply feel the the problems that you have and the pain that you have. Yeah. And um, you know, I started off just offering to do these kinds of different kinds of sessions with therapists. I offered to pay their, their session fee for an hour just to ask wow. them questions instead cool. of the other way around. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I did about a dozen of those, and I uncovered a few pain points of um, things that could be improved by software and things that are, are already being improved by software, things like uh, you know, note-taking or yeah. scheduling or you know, things that are already being tackled by, by uh, simple practice here the various other kinds of upstarts or even older um, software companies. And um, beyond that, I, I, uh, you know, I really tried to just stay present and, and feel the things that, you, that surfaced up. And uh, one trend that I saw was a, a feeling of kind of isolation. Mm-hmm. You're so busy with sessions and um, you don't really get a chance to meet with colleagues. <laughs> um, so that started to take hold. And then a few more interviews later, I started to hear about this, this issue of getting referrals for a practice that's already busy. You mm-hmm. know, to either turn them away or because you don't know who could help them or um, you know, not really having the time to do the research to, to refer them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also heard about this pain of, you know, if, if I have to turn a lot of people away, will people stop referring to me because they know I'm always booked? And, um, Yes, yeah, so that started to gel, and I started to ask more questions around that topic, and mm-hmm. that's where I, I got to this idea and just started to refine it and refine it and build it, and yeah, now it's out there, so that's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the thing that people need to understand before we talk about flow is that app development is like any software, like... <laughs> Remember back when I would log in with AOL and it would be like, dee, 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 dee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. We've come a long way, right? Yeah. There's new versions. We have new versions of Microsoft. Apps are like that too. You start out with your base and then you scale. And so you've just launched it. So you're at your initial what is flow and then you have plans to 
continue to scale it, right? Yeah, yeah. So why um, not share a little bit about what flow is right now, okay. what your vision is for it? Cool. Um, yeah, I guess the first thing to mention is what the vision is. Um, really, so the, the vision has two kind of main points, and it's to make both sides of the equation for a therapist and for a therapy practice, um, I guess, both people's lives better. <laughs> um, so it's trying to make therapists, the, the end goals, uh, to try to make therapists' lives better by allowing them to see more of the people that they want to see, more of, um, to work more with the clients that make them light up and mm. uh, make their lives easier, not easier, but better. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then on the other side is to try to get uh, clients to see the therapists that they should be seeing more often. Um, so hopefully that they have better outcomes with, with their work as well. And the way that we're doing that is really simple right now. Like you said, we have to start somewhere. And um, right now it's really just a tool that allows you to keep track uh, of your colleagues, um, almost like a live um, electronic Rolodex of, of business cards on your phone um, where you can keep track of who you know and, and what they specialize in and, and um, you know, what panels that they take, if, if you need anybody who's, who's on a certain panel, mm -hmm. where they are in the city. If you're in a city like L.A., that's pretty important to mm -hmm. get um, uh, And, just, you know, who they're looking to see and also what their current availability is. So um, if they're currently open to taking clients or if they have specific days that are open or if they're fully booked so you don't have to send people to, to knock on kind of closed doors. Yeah. And, um, you know, the way that works is you just add them to your little app and then it goes out and does some of the research for you. So it, it can get basic details about their practice, but it also contacts them to, to let them know that they now have this profile and to keep it up to date uh, on a regular basis. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. I could see when therapists are networking that that would be a really great tool. Instead of just handing business cards, well, if we actually talked about, like, who do you love to see? What's your availability like right now? Are you on any panels? That's going to be way more impactful to keep in your Rolodex than a card, you know? It's, and it's, it's, it's more memorable. And um, I think just having it on you, since we all have our phones on us anyway, when you're meeting with other therapists, it's a great tool to have. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's part of the goal. Yeah, so some, something if you went to a live meetup or – if you went to Mac, then you would be able to easily kind of connect. <laughs> yes, we're going to have a Mac love fest on the Flow app for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then um, and the other side, so to, to help clients get to who they want to see uh, easier uh, and to make it easier for you to refer, um, then you can easily kind of search through your app to see who fits for that client, and you just kind of click the, the two or three names that are a good fit, and you can generate this kind of unique referral code that you can hand to a client so they can just um, go to a website and put in a code and, and see who you uh, think would be a good fit for them. <laughs> um, so nice. Similar, yeah, similar to, similar to handing them some business cards. So this morning I got a call. Um, someone referred somebody to me, and I'm not taking any clients right now, and so I had to give them a list. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on. And I look each one up, and then I have to repeat the phone numbers and all of that would have been just as easy to get an email and say, I'll email you and I'll give you a, a, con a link. Yeah. link, you know, and it'll be so much easier for you. Or I could text it to them even. Right. How yeah. cool. Yeah, that's a cool that's idea. <laughs> so if people want to download Flow, 
How mm -hmm. do they do that? You just go to flowtherapist.com. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of big buttons, so you just click on join now, and that'll that'll take you to the app store of your uh, your choice, and uh, it'll start you on the process of downloading it. And hopefully, it's a pretty simple process to set up. We're still working on making it as easy as possible because. Um, I don't want to give you a bunch of homework and type in all your names in there, but we're, we're trying to figure out ways to make that easier. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So I kind of know some future plans. Do you care to share what flow we'll have down the line? Um, <laughs> as long as we know that it might change. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the eventual goal is to build this into more of a, more of a network of, of, of um, a social network that you can keep in touch with you with your colleagues and uh, really share specific information, specific uh, to this, to your profession, industry, yeah. industry um, news or uh, local news or anything you have going on with your practice or if you're launching a new book or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And moving just beyond the people you know and into finding new people to connect with. And, yeah. Yeah. and I mean, um, for example, like on Facebook groups and stuff, a lot of therapists will have a certain case that they need an expert to consult with. So imagine being able to connect with someone that has that expertise and then you can work with them for some clinical consultation or, you know, just a new way of finding people in the network eventually. But yeah. <laughs> the only way that's going to happen is if people start using it now and start having a system for how we stay in touch with the relationships that we've started to build and are trying to foster. Yeah, the only way this works is if we have a lot of people in there. So, um, yeah, that's that's the that's the goal right now to figure out ways to make it useful enough for you to, to use, and then we'll discover all kinds of new things that it can do to, to make it even better down the line. I'm sure. That's so cool. I'm hoping therapists. I mean, aside from learning about flow and what it can do for their practice, I hope that they are feeling a little bit assured that the process for any business is the same. You know, you find your niche, you do market research, you create products or services around main pain points of that niche and then you launch it out there and it then it will grow as you meet the needs of those people right so that's the exciting part that you're in right now yeah, how do you do the research in a practice when you're starting a practice yeah um, okay yeah we have a couple of webinars on it um some of the things you know, in terms of like your SEO and stuff, you do some keyword research. You want to know what people are really looking at. You can also use census demographics and stuff like that. You know, if you want to work with um, divorced women, you want to know the divorce rate in your area. <laughs> How many people are really getting divorced? How many people are getting married in my area? Is, is there enough? Is that even in existence where I live? Which it usually is, but, um, you know, for more specific niches, you can research, you know, where do these people hang out, whether it's for meetup groups or in Facebook, and you can start to get an idea of where do these people exist, and is there a market that they're interested in therapy? Are they even looking for that? A lot of that comes from some of the Google Analytics stuff, but it can also come from just, like, we encourage, like, people to say, like, if you find a group, like on Meetup, for example, that specializes in your niche, talk to the leader. Say, hey, could I talk to you for 30 minutes? I'd love to know, like, what's going on in your group? What are some of the big pain points that are happening? What are some of the solutions you just wish you had for them? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that that's just that's similar to what I, yeah. 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 I was just curious if there's problems with, with uh, ethic, ethics or anything about doing 
interviews or yeah no i think it's it's just saying hey i'm a therapist i really love helping people that are struggling with xyz i see that you help them too could we get together i would love to learn more and see if i can be of help to you or whatever the case may be maybe there is no need for what i have to offer right now in the community i need to know that now before i you know launch an entire business on something that maybe doesn't exist or doesn't need my kind of support. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, the other thing that I did that I didn't even mention is, um, I guess part of, part of with building software, it's kind of a lot of work and can be expensive, especially if you're not an engineer. Um, but it's time, time expense for me. Yeah. But uh, the, the other thing that I try to do is not just ask people if, hey, will you use this? But I, I try to get um, more commitment than that because it's really easy for people to just be nice and say, yes. yeah, that sounds great. Um, but so, so what I did is I actually tried to sign up some paying users to, yes. to be, um, you know, actually part with a few dollars just to, because once you have to whip out that credit card, it's, oh, I don't yeah. want to do, It's I, a commitment. It could be this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know if you could do anything like that, but maybe you could run a group in that niche or something that is a kind of a, a test of uh, something that, Earlier. Yeah. You know, some of it, it comes down to, especially when you're adding multiple streams of income, we always sell, say like sell before you create. And part of that is like you want the commitment up front before you, you know, on board uh, a lot of time expense and sometimes financial um, backing for a project. Yeah. And so um, we always talk about like marketing first and seeing if, if you get bites <laughs> like going fishing and uh, <laughs> then you will know more of what to do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, so many parallels. That's cool. Yeah. No business is business. <laughs> and I think, um, but it's really nice to know that you are a business that serves therapists and you're not a therapist. It's kind of neat. Um, but just out of your passion and belief of like what we do for people. Um, I really, really love that. I was really touched by your story with that. And so I think in terms of like flow, this is a great way to manage your contacts and connections because part of a great practice is providing amazing referrals. You know, knowing that when I give you this name, I know that this is a good fit um, or I really trust this person because sometimes I've had people like, I have to use insurance. And uh, when I first started on my practice, I was new to the area. I really didn't know a lot of people. And so someone would say, I have to use my insurance. And I'd say, okay, you know what? Email me the list that the insurance gives you. And I'll kind of show you how to research. But, and I would always have to say, well, I don't know this person personally. But then I would make notes of some people I needed to reach out to and connect with. But to, to start building that Rolodex, you know, and to be reminded of, like, whenever we're feeling alone, oh, I have people I can call, uh, ask them out for coffee, and know that I'm not alone. Community is so important. So there's a beautiful community aspect of it, too, in addition to enhancing the services you provide as a clinician and um, creating great connections um, just clinically. It's also just great for moral support. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, James, for sharing all about Flow. You guys go check it out at flowtherapist.com. Flowtherapist.com, F-L-O-W. Uh-huh. Therapist. Hope you know how to spell. And we better all know how to spell that for sure. James is going to join us at Max, so I'm very excited that he'll be there as a sponsor and we get to hang out, spend some time together, which I'm looking forward to. 
So you guys go show Flo some love and start making some connections and um, build some great referrals for people.